Singles and Pringles. This is Shannon Dion, and you are listening to Hey everybody, I am back at it again with another episode of Me and Mine, episode three, Save That Money. We are going to be talking about all things about savings, savings accounts, saving tips, savings advice. Uh, If you're anything like me, you're a terrible saver. And so today we're just going to be talking about how that can help you, what the Bible says about saving, what God says about saving, and all those great things. So today I have two very special guests. One is my mom, Latoya Gray. What's up? And a very good friend of mine, Vivian Monson. Hi, everyone. Yes, thank you guys so much for coming on. So I just wanted to get it from these two great women of God. Um, one from my mom, who's been married. Mom, how long have you guys been married? 22 years. 22 great, phenomenal years. And then my very good friend, Vivian, how long have you guys been married? A year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest so you got it yes sailing from here yeah maybe yes so we got two very um, different perspectives and I really wanted to ask you guys because you're both um married and so I wanted to get your perspective from saving when you were single to saving now that you're in a relationship um and uh I <laughs> am a single mother and so for the single mothers that are listening um saving is essential especially for you know saving for your kids and all those kinds of things and so mommy you obviously have you have four kids and so what that looks like versus Vivian who doesn't have any kids but still in a new situation so just want to um dive in Gas bill do, my light bill do, the rising bill do, man, y'all know how they do. Forget about what they do. See, I'ma stay focused on what he do. Well, I thank you for the phone that I talk on. Thank you for the legs that I walk on. Thank you for the place that I call home. All right, and let's jump into these questions. So, what are some changes you've made? Uh, to your savings habit. Vivian, what, uh, how long was it before your habits became the normal? Well, um, so straight out of high school, I mm-hmm. moved out of my parents' house. Wasn't allowed to leave until I had 10 grand in the bank account because wow. um, of my mother. Um, <laughs> but you know what? So good. Um, yeah. It pays off in the end. Um, at the moment, at the time, it seems a little bit strict, but um I wouldn't say that actually became a habit yet, though. Um, That was just kind of something I had to do, kind of like you learn history and then you take the test and you forget it. At least I do. (laughs) Um, But you know what? It's okay. So, um, but, you know, when I got married, that's really when it started to become a habit because there were two incomes and you really have to make sure that you are following through with your saving habits because it matters at the end of the month. <laughs> There's two people that you have to feed. There's two right. people that um, need the money. It's not just yourself. Um, you know, so um, I would say we're getting the hang of it now. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say we're all the way there yet, but um, healthy habits are definitely important. Um, and we're trying our best. Yeah. One day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> Um, well, first, I just want to say, wow, you couldn't leave till you had $10,000. So, I, I mean, what? So, 
out of high school. So I'm just going to say comparatively mm, for me. Since um, my saving habits were non-existent when I was single, <laughs> I would say that um, a lot has changed. Um, for me, I was the baby of four girls. I went to school. I didn't really work unless I had to work. Um, and so, you know, for me, my parents were, as long as you took care of your first job, which was school, then they took care of all your needs. So if I worked, it was because they said no to something I wanted and there wasn't anything that I really wanted that enough to really keep a job. So um, <laughs> that is just real talk. So, um, however, the, the unfortunate piece and not learning those habits, you know, I actually got married coming right out of college. And so I took those habits with me. And, um, you know, I really went from not even knowing what it means to save money, um, the importance of saving money, you know, why you had to save money, any of those, even how, right, to save monies. I had no habits to, um, you know, learning through tribulation, I would say, most of the early years of our marriage. Um, the importance of, you know, um, saving money. So after 22 years in, I would say, you know, how long? Probably, I mean, it probably took me a good 10 years or so to truly understand and get it and, and want it for myself. Like, um, want to have better spending habits, but also more than that, wanting to have money in the bank to draw on when there was um, a need. Yeah. Um, I think growing up, uh, I was, I think, 12 when I started working, and I just was working, like, in the children's ministry at church, and um, Daddy, when I first got my first check, he told me about the 80-10-10 rule, which was 10% in savings, 10% tithe, and 80% was for yourself, and that's basically been my foundation for any, you know, spending habits, any money habits that I ever have had ever. And so um, just putting that 10% away has always been something that, you know, I've had to do, but I think it's maybe in the last year or so, I've kind of understood the importance of having money and savings and making sure that I save money. And it is Bernie for sure, um, figuring all that out. And, and so now, I mean, before it was just me saving money to save money and there was a time when i was saving money for you know going back to school and all that but um that was i think saving to go back to school was the first time that i was actually saving for something rather than just saving um for emergencies and i think that maybe is what changed my um view um because it wasn't just money that was in the bank just whenever but it was money for a purpose and so making sure that I do save for things that are for a purpose, but also saving for things, for things that you don't plan for, like the emergencies that you have or car troubles that you have. I think all, um, not last summer, but the summer before the, the car that I had was, had all these different things that were going wrong. And so being able to, okay, we'll just take it out of savings or, okay, let's just 
go ahead and get it paid for and get it fixed. That was such a blessing to not have to be like, well, where's, where's the money going to come from? How are we going to get the car fixed? Like, I need a car to get to work and all those kinds of things. And so, uh, yeah, it, it took me, it took me 10, nine, 10 years to actually learn the lesson, but I learned the lesson. <laughs> We're happy about that. Thanks. Good job. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, so um, my next question, mom, you can answer this. Uh, do you have a set amount or a percentage that you guys put into your savings account? I am confident that we do, but I don't know that amount. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so... You know, dad manages the finances. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't ask a whole lot of questions, honestly. <laughs> and, um, you know, some years ago when I was first, I think, um, I think when I, you know, really had the desire to want to save, understanding my weakness for spending or being a spender, you know, um, I actually think he just didn't tell me. I don't even think we talked about it. I think it's just, it just happened. He like just stopped talking to me about what was in the bank or whatever. And I didn't necessarily ask what was in the bank. I might ask, you know, can I have such and such to do blah, blah, blah. And he would either say, you know, yes or, or no. And so, um, you know, but I think something happened and, um, I mean, we needed like a large amount of money for something. And he was like, okay, well, you know, I'll just get out of our savings. And I was like, well, how much do we have? You know, like, wait a minute, what's in our savings? <laughs> you know, a millionaire, you don't right. even <laughs> right. Right. So what are we gonna know, do? Um, <laughs> pay for it. <laughs> right. Um, so that's when I learned that, you know, we, we had one, whatever. But um, you know, I think as I've grown and I mentioned earlier, just kind of having to grow from someone that, you know, really didn't have any of the principles surrounding savings to, you know, really having a heart to want to save. Um, I do get like a monthly allowance mm -hmm. and um, I save my, I save 10% of my allowance. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I pray for a husband that will take care of the money. That will just, you pray that. Yes, girl. That's a great that's prayer. I wasn't smart enough to pray for that, but God gave it to me anyway. You know, so he he knows what we need. He knows the desires of my heart. So I just feel like and that have. <laughs> Vivian, what about you? Um, so we took the financial peace university class. Mm -hmm. Um, before we were even engaged, but we won't go into that. Um and um Dylan was asleep half the time, but you know what? It's okay. I learned some things. Um, and, um, I started zeroing out the budget. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would just kind of go about the budget that way and just kind of eyeball how much we're going to save. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, um, something that like recently has come up, like, um, just comparing to when, when we first got married, you know, we were both making a certain amount of money. Um, and so I go off of that budget, you know, how much I needed right then. Mm -hmm. Um, so if any, um, if we get any promotions or if any, we get extra income that month, mm -hmm. you know, that goes into savings. We don't even touch that. Um, yeah. because I, I think that that's like 
that's worked for us um, to be able to do that. You know, if we can survive off of this in a month, you know, we should be able to do that every month and yeah. be able to save um, the rest. So, yeah, that's kind of how we do it. Yeah, and really so smart. For the people who don't know what um, Financial Peace University, what, what zeroing out your budget means, can you explain that just a little bit for the people who don't know? Yeah, so um, it is basically just making sure that you have no extra money so that it doesn't go to waste. So um, when you're doing your budget, you would say, okay, groceries cost this much. Um, and then you would add up, you know, how much total income do I have and make sure that all of that total income is going somewhere, whether it's going into savings or, you know, your, we have a, an extra savings account, um, that we don't look at, but, um, so whether it's going there, um, just make sure it's going somewhere. So it's not disappearing into midair and, um, you just decided to buy Taco Bell 12 times a week. So. <laughs> yeah. I think, um. That was when I first was learning about budgeting. That was one of my vices. Like I put, I would put, you know, I'll spend this much on that. I'll spend that much on that. But I may have like 20 something dollars left over. That just was just, that's just free money. That's just, that's just whatever. And so, but then I would go out and be like, oh, but I have that free money that I can spend. And then it, all of a sudden I don't have that free money. I, can, I don't have any money. <laughs> and at the end of the month, you don't even know what you bought with it. Right. I'm like, what did I even get? Yeah. I feel like I didn't get nothing. it. Nothing. <laughs> I feel like I got nothing. So, yeah, I think that's a, a really important uh, uh, tip to use um, when making a budget and making sure that you do put that remaining stuff in, in savings once you get, you know, everything that you can live off of and that, especially that mindset. Um, living off of what you make and not spending more than you make, you know, or living outside of your means kind of thing. Yeah. And so, um, maybe another question for you. What, uh, are you guys faithful tithers? Tithe? Yeah. Tithe? Tithe? Mm -hmm. Okay, shall figure Tithe. that out. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Mm, that blows my mind. Um, I don't know how to say it. It's tither. Tither. We are we are faithful in tithers. Faithful tithers. Tithers? Um yeah, that was actually the one thing Dylan insisted when we um got married and yeah going over the budget and everything. You know, he would say, I do I take it out of my paycheck. I take ten percent of my paycheck each week. Mm -hmm. Um I got paid bi weekly and so I would do each month. And um, another thing about his job is it's seasonal. So I think that's a, a big reason why it worked for him is because um, he doesn't know, you know, every week it's different. Sure. Um, and so he would just make sure that that 10% um, was being paid in time. Um, but we do every month because we trial and error that. I don't know. <laughs> If that made any sense, but we trial and error, and um, so I'm in charge of the finances. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's our uh, tither story. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> yes, we are faithful tithers. Um, something we started even when we were dating um, was to ensure that we. Um, paid our tithes um, and that we paid them first before we did anything. Mm -hmm. um, 
And at the time, your dad got paid weekly, I believe. Um, kind of similar, like Vivian said. He got paid weekly. Um, and I was bi-weekly for a while. Um, and then I think I went to monthly. But, um, you know, at dating, of course, we just kind of paid them as we, we got paid. But um, I don't know that that changed once we got married. It We still did it as we were paid. But I will say we went from tithing from our net to our our gross mm-hmm. um we were so um you know proud of ourselves for tithing you mm-hmm. know and I, I remember um you know we were listening to a sermon about you know paying your tithes and they talked about the gross and we both looked at each other like oh you know <laughs> like <laughs> we owe a whole lot of money you know so um but we you know immediately <laughs> i mean like what in the world um, but immediately made the, you know, adjustment and was like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense, you know, that somebody took theirs before we were even able to pay it. Um, right. and, you know, making sure that we were truly paying what, you know, belonged to God. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. I remember, um, when daddy was kind of explaining tithes and, and making sure that it did come out of my uh, gross and not my net just explaining um especially from uh proverbs 3 9 when it talks about honor the lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops and so him just explaining that to me i remember like but dad this is how much i i can spend like this this is the number not that other number that other number is like that's not for me he was like no 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 that's how much you earned right the government came in and they took their money Mm-hmm. Right. That's how much that's how much they gave you. Well, why, why do they do that? <laughs> well, why do they take why do they take that money? I don't that's mine too, is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. <laughs> but um just I think it's so important that we make sure that we tithe. I know that um I have definitely seen him move when I tithe, especially when I tithe from my first fruits and when I tithe from uh, going, I mean, right now it's just me. And so I just tithe from whenever I get paid. And I, I do that now because I'm very forgetful. And so I will see my, either the direct deposit or I'll get a check or whatever. And I will, oh, I'll just do it later or oh, I whatever. And so one, it already, scripture already says it needs to be the first fruit. So before I pay, before I buy anything, pay for anything, it needs to be the first thing that comes out. But then two, um, I'll forget until I only have, you know, $5 in my bank account. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even, I forgot to pay tithe. And so before I would just, you know, whatever I had left, like, oh, I'll just spend that. That'll be my tithe or whatever. And so I remember seeing um, just him move when I do, um, when I do make sure that it's the first fruits of my tithe. And so I, um, I remember in high school that I was paying for cheer and I had to set up a payment plan with um, the board, the cheer board. And um, I was tithing every, I just got to a place where I was tithing every week or every other week was whenever I was getting paid, but I was doing it right when I got my check. So whenever I deposited my check, I would tithe immediately so that I, would, I wouldn't forget. Um, and I make sure that, you know, I got, I paid the, I paid my tithe. And so we had set up a plan and I remember specifically, we set it up for six weeks and we set up, this is the amount that I need to pay so that all of it would be paid before the actual season started. And I remember I was going to pay, 
it was the fifth week and I was going to pay for the sixth week. And she was like, you've already paid two weeks over. And so I actually owe you two weeks worth of pay. And I'm thinking, I remember going home thinking that that doesn't even make any sense because we, we, we wrote down what it was. So that's, there's no way that that's true. And then I remember immediately thinking right after that, like, this is because I was tithing. It, it, there's no other explanation. This is God is blessing me because I'm, I'm tithing and doing what he asked me to do. And so um, that'll always be my reference when I think about like, maybe I, maybe I don't tithe. Like when I, you know, have those struggles, cause we all have those times when you're like, I don't, I don't know if I can do it this month. Like, I don't know if I can make everything that I need to make happen, happen if I tithe, you know? And so I always go back to that reference. Like God is going to, one, I know he's going to work it out. And two, uh, I know he's going to bless me. And he, it talks about it in Proverbs again, it's going to, the barns will be filled to overflowing. And so I know that's going to happen. And because I know that's going to happen, I, I make sure that the second it comes to my bank account, second I see it, that I tied that money to him so that one, I don't forget it. And two, that it's the first of whatever I have. And so, uh, yeah, but, um, going into that, um, Vivian, what uh, what does stewardship mean to you? Well, stewardship means to me <laughs> caring for the things that God has given me. Yeah. Um, and it it's always been something that you know has been repeated to me over and over and over again. You know, um, clean your room. Um, but now it's bigger because now, you know, we are, we only have a dog. We don't have a baby, but I'm just saying <laughs> it matters because keeping the house clean is a little bit harder with two people and a puppy. Sure. So, um, so making sure, um, that that's happening and being a good steward of everything, um, because none of it is ours. Um, and, I will say when you're raised like that, it is easier. I believe that it is easier to hop into being an adult and living on your own and taking care of your own business. And, um, but I have seen people that are not raised like that and having to adjust to being an adult and it is harder. And I will say that I do have compassion for that because um, I have to sit back and say, okay, I'm grateful that, I was taught those things um, yeah. so that I, and I still get overwhelmed, you know, I still get discouraged with myself that I'm not doing it correctly, but um, it, it's important. It's important to God that we take care of his stuff. And um, you know, you see blessings come from that. So um, it's very important to me. And that is why. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, what about you? Yeah, I love that you talked about, you know, caring for the things that God, you know, gives us. I, um, you know, um, there are a couple, care was a word, I was thinking of different synonyms or things that came to mind, you know, managing, supervising, um, handling, guiding, overseeing, you know, different things. When I think about, you know, stewardship, there was, um, there's actually a scripture in Titus that talks about, you um, what the good steward is or an overseer was one of the, the synonyms that it used. It says for an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. He must not be arrogant or quick tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, but hospitable, a lover of good, self-controlled, upright, holy, 
and disciplined. He must hold firm to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. Mm -hmm. um, and um, when I think about, you know, what it is not also what it is, you know, I love when it, uh, when scripture kind of combines both you know, it's those things for anything that God has given us, you know, not just our finances, but our homes that, you know, we talked about rooms and cars, but um, it's really anything. It's our jobs, it's our children, you know, um, and that, you know, we have, we have a disciplined lifestyle that we're to live um, in order to hold firm to God's word, you know, um, and in order to really be able to oversee the things that God has, has given us. Cause at the end of the day, none of it is ours. God has given us everything right. um, that we have. So. Yeah. I think there was two big times that God really reminded me that I don't own anything and everything mm -hmm. he has is his. The first time, um, when I first got back from school and we were saving up for me to go back to school um, and we had saved up so much. It was like, I think 3000 somewhere around there. Um, and then I had not, um, I hadn't done my financial aid in time. And so we had to pay for the semester um, before I could get the financial aid. And so um, I remember like a couple of days before, I think you had just told me the amount that was in there. And I was thinking like, if, cause financial aid was supposed to pay for that whole semester, right. It would have taken care of that whole thing. And so I was like, well, that money that we have saved in there, like maybe I'll do something else with her. Maybe I'll do whatever, whatever. And so I remember immediately once we, it was like, well, you gotta, you know, pay for classes. Like I had to pay for it the next day or they would be dropped. I remember immediately God just kind of reminded me like that is what the money was for. The money was for school, not for you to go, you know, have fun or you go like I, that is why the money's there. So that is not yours to just spend, even though it was the money that I earned, the money I got from work or whatever. He was immediately reminding me like that is not that is not what I gave you that money for. And so, like, he, he took it back real quick. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then the, the second time was just when I was pregnant with Phoenix, I think I'm, I'm almost positive every day I prayed for, um, just God to take care of her and that I knew she was not mine and that he would just take care of his child. And, and I, there was a time when I was pregnant that I was so fearful that something was going to happen during the pregnancy. Like I really, um, I really struggled with, just I was just I mean she was healthy the whole pregnancy I was never sick there was nothing ever wrong I just felt like God was going to do something or something was just going to happen not that God was going to do something but I just felt like something was going to happen um, to her or with her or something and so I just had to every any time that I had those fears or anything I just had to remind myself if something did happen that he was her child and he was going to do whatever he needed to do and if if something was wrong with her, that he was going to use that and, and for his glory and all these. And so there's just that my, that whole nine months, I remember every day praying that, you know, God just, she and yours, whatever happens is, is for your glory. Whatever you do is for you. And so those are the two big times that I remember thinking like, you're right. That's not mine. That is not mine. And I can't hold on to that. And I think fear 
um, especially for, for anything that God's given us is will really capture you or control you um, when either you think you're going to lose something or um, you think that it's yours in, in the first place. And um, one scripture that I had read was Deuteronomy eight seventeen. It says, if you start thinking, thinking to yourselves, I did all this and all by myself, I'm rich. It's all mine. Well, think again. I love, I love that. Well, think again, because it's not right. <laughs> right. Like if you, if you ever start thinking, and I literally, I mean, I literally had that thought like, oh, like I have all this money. Like, I'm just going to go spend it however I want to spend it. And he was like, well, think again. That's so right. cute that you thought that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that's so cute. That's so cute that you thought you were going to do that. Psych. Psych your mind. Psych your mind. <laughs> so the last question I had for you guys was, um, what do you do to make sure that you control money and money does not control you? Um, Mommy, you want to take this one? Yes. Um, so I think it is, you know, um, putting in boundaries you know, and, um, you know, giving, yeah. it is, um, saving, you know, I save even my allowance. I think I mentioned that yeah. before, you know, I, I do things, um, that are opposite of how I feel basically. So if I want to spend, I'll save mm-hmm. and I'll say, okay, wait for two days. I might say, wait a month. It just depends on what it is, um, I've put boundaries in, not allowing you know my account to get below a certain amount, um, just so I'm not just spending. You know, the Bible says it is unwise to spend every dime that you have. You know, and so um, I used to do that. So now I, you know, put in habits that I don't do that, even when I can. Um, I don't. So that's good. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But that's good. <laughs> I think I think I've just gotten to a place where I am. Um, I want to make sure that I get my ten percent into savings. Mm-hmm. So I I do try to make sure that it's a little over the ten percent. But if I'm, you know, making a budget or I'm, you know, making my plan for my money and uh, it ends up that I want to do this or want to do that, and the ten percent is just the ten percent, then I'm okay with that. Um, but I do want to get to a place where I can, you know, keep a certain amount in my checkings or I keep a, uh, so I'm, I'm just getting to a place where I'm not touching my savings at all. Like I've in the past, I've been, you know, my checkings it out is out and I have $300 in savings. I'm like, Oh, I'll just take a little from there. I'll just take a little from that. And, and that has really hurt me in the end. Cause then I'll need it for something. And I only got $25 in there when last week I had 300 something. So I'm getting to a place where I'm not even thinking about my savings account and I just put the money in and I don't look at it or I don't think about it. And um, so that is, that is my first step to making sure that it doesn't control me so that I'm not, well, I can just take, I can just take that. And then I end up with nothing um, just to make sure that I have something there. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you got anything? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I mean, I can try. Okay. Um, I am a very controlling person, so uh, (laughs) um, 
the thought of money controlling me drives me insane. The thought of anything controlling me drives me insane. Um, so, like uh, yeah, so we're working on it. But um, <laughs> that's all I got for that one, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, great motivator. I mean, hey, she said, I don't want anything controlling me. So. <laughs> I mean, there has been, there's probably been a time to where I've, you know, sure, not paid attention, paid as close attention as I could have, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of looked at my bank account and been like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Um, that's outside of my budget plan, right? Um, so I don't know. That's what money controlling me. That's what I picture it looking like. <laughs> awesome that's great well i just want to say thank you guys so much for coming on i think you guys are both amazing women oh we love you we love you banna i love you guys so much and i'm just um just so blessed to know you guys and just to be able to have these great conversations um (laughs) awesome you're just awesome uh if you guys have any questions or comments please visit me on instagram and facebook at me and mine.28 i'm your girl shannon Dion, and i'll see you next week on me and mine